0: And welcome to episode 328, or 428, I think, of the
1: Pittsburgh Nerd Podcast. I'm Sean. and this is the only podcast that says.
0: Mr. Madison, what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response Were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it I award you no points And may God have mercy on your soul How are you, sir? I'm good, you? Uh, I'm not bad not bad at all.
1: That's good.
0: Yeah. <sighs> How are things on your end? Family's well.
1: Yeah, everybody's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Just doing our thing, dude. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. feeling.
0: I know's the feeling.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We're about to have a revolution on our hands here In this house tomorrow Why? Well Nancy's getting upset with Ahsoka Not coming downstairs Now After Dritz passed away We saw Ahsoka downstairs Like twice And She hasn't been back down since And the only thing we can rationally think of Is she was looking for Dritz Yeah Like, you know, he disappeared, she doesn't understand what happened, and she came downstairs looking for him. Well, he's not downstairs, so now she's just shuttered herself back in my bedroom. Now, I've taken the gate down, you know, which was no obstacle before it was open. Um, It was just, there was a gate there. Um, So, the gate's been taken down, and Nancy's just had it, you know, she's just like, look... We've got a breaker of this at some point And uh, so tomorrow We are close. We're closing Nancy's Bedroom door, my bedroom door The office door And the bathroom door And putting her out in the hall So she has to There's no place for her to hide Essentially Hmm. So she has to try to figure this out And this is kind of our plan going forward To kind of break her of you know, you don't have to get along with Sabine, but you have to get out of this room. All right. You know, it's not it's not just not good for you. So, I'm not looking forward to this at all. <laughs> I just I think like I don't know I I I just got a bad feeling about it. You know what I mean? Like it's just.
1: Yeah, I hear you. Man.
0: You know, I I don't know how to describe it. I just I got a bad feeling about it. But, you know, Nancy's at a point where she's just, she's, she's really upset because, you know, Ahsoka's technically her cat. Right. You know, I mean, it's it's our cat, but technically Ahsoka was, you know, Dritz was mine, Ahsoka was hers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Nancy's becoming very upset that, you know, Ahsoka's not around, so. I see.
1: Yeah. Some cats like their place, though,
0: right? But but before Sabine, that wasn't the case. Yeah. Like if it was if that was the case pre Sabine, uh-huh. where she stayed in this room, I would buy that. But before Sabine came along, she was downstairs. She was on the couch. She was, you know, she was she'd hang out in the kitchen with us. Should eat downstairs. You know, she everything was normal, yeah. and then Sabine came along, and you know. The the first there was the great divide between the two where Sabine was downstairs and Ahsoka was upstairs, and Sabine just said, "Fuck it, this is my house," and Sabine where it goes where she wants, no, and Ahsoka has basically limited herself to staying in this bedroom. Yeah, you know, so I mean they both kind of have to get over themselves. Like Sabine has to get over the fact that you know it's not just your house; it's big enough for the both of you. You know, you know there's plenty of room for everybody. But That's the plan for tomorrow I'm not looking forward to it <laughs> Other than that, that's it I'd take Nancy's car to get fixed
1: Oh yeah
0: Yeah, it was um Like a month ago More than a month ago she went up to her sister's house, um, cabin Up mm. in th- up in A mm. <sighs> little, little parched there, I'm sorry So she goes up to the cabin And she says she can hear Something rattling She's like, when I hit my brakes It makes a funny noise, but it's not the brakes
1: mm.
0: So she comes home, and I take her for a drive And I'm like, yeah, there's something there you know, I'm not quite sure what it is. Um, I assume that it had to have been something with the exhaust. Yeah. Like I'm thinking to myself is something like, maybe like a uh, a bracket broke while mm. you're dri- while you were driving, and now the exhaust is shaking, mm-hmm. causing this. Um. So we had to wait a little bit till you know, because she's like, "Well, how much do you think that's going to cost?" I'm like, "That's eh, probably going to be." A- i guess a couple hundred bucks they're gonna gouge us you know somebody's gonna say well you gotta have to replace you gotta replace this pipe from here to here so, if something's gonna go wrong it's gonna be a few hundred dollars i think worst case scenario so she saves up the money you know and it's not a problem because like you know she doesn't want to drive her car won't go ahead and drive my car you know mm-hmm. i'm not going anywhere and uh <laughs> you know so um but i took it down this week and uh Dropped it off, and like, yeah, we'll probably get to it afternoon. We'll give you a call, let you know what's wrong. Like, okay, great. I dropped it off at 9 o'clock. 9.45, they call us, and i like, yeah, it was a heat shield. It's fixed. <laughs> 30 bucks to fix
1: it. Nice. Where'd you take it?
0: Um, PS, I think it's called PSK Auto.
1: Okay, just an auto.
0: Yeah, it's down at... Um,
1: just a garage or something.
0: Yeah. It's like a... Uh, if you're coming up Lincoln away from 48 yeah and you get to that first red light yeah they'll be, they'll be on the right hand side that little auto shop there mm. they had good reviews so i think yeah fuck, i'll take it there
1: say <clears throat> so the heat shield huh yeah that's not bad
0: no not bad at all i think like, i'll take that the heat shield nice Right. Thirty bucks. That'll make her happy. Yeah. It sounds like my adventure for the week was like you know taking care of that. (laughs) Other than that, I I mean I watched some stuff. Did you? Yeah, I watched um. This week was big for premieres.
1: Um, uh-huh.
0: Three three big premieres this week, on, uh You know, for on Disney Plus, you had the premiere of What What If. So I watched that. And Saturday. Right. What'd you think of it? I loved it. Yeah, I, I I liked it a lot. I was I I think what impressed me the most was the animation style. Yes, me too. Because Marvel. is notorious for having bad animation now i don't know if it's because this is marvel studios doing it that you know the game got upped but it like normally like their animation is just atrocious like even like with the great cartoons like uh, you know uh, the x-men cartoon from the 90s that animation was horrid
1: Yeah, they've always had
0: bad animation yeah but um, this was beautiful. This was Batman the Animated Series
1: esque. Yeah, it was gorgeous. Yeah, I thought it was well done. I, I like the story. Yeah.
0: I, I like the story. The story was fun. You know, um, you know, so you could kind of get the premise of it all. Mm-hmm. But uh, but o- overall, yeah, it was a good first episode. I'm, I'm intrigued to see what other what ifs they give us. Yeah. Um, so I watched that and uh the thursday was also the season premiere of uh star trek lower decks okay season two
1: <laughs>
0: you, but you didn't watch season one either did you uh,
1: huh. okay
0: it, i mean it's a fun cartoon i enjoy it. It, it like it does a really good job of kind of poking fun at star trek but at the same time like being very respectful to star trek uh, if that makes any sense yeah you know but um and the first episode was fun. I, I enjoyed it. And then uh, there was also this week the uh, the big season three premiere of Titans.
1: Yeah, I didn't start that yet.
0: Ooh. <laughs> they released the first three episodes of the season.
1: Is it good? Oh, it's
0: phenomenal.
1: Is it good? Yeah. <laughs> hmm.
0: I can't wait to discuss it with you.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's. I didn't start it. I knew it was coming out, but
0: yeah,
1: I got hooked into something else. I got hooked into a show that won't be canceled. I don't think.
0: Okay, what's that?
1: I started Ragnarok. Oh, okay. Finally, I. I, Yeah. I just wasn't. There was never a good time or place for me to even start it because it's in uh, subtitles. Yeah. Um. And I wanted to make sure I had... I could pay attention to it. Uh, yeah. I love it. I think it's really well done.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and his depiction of Norse mythology is really, really good. How he combines it in. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, to this modern day is really good. Right. Um, so, I mean, yeah. I really like the show. It's really good. So... <laughs> uh finished the first season i think i'm on the fourth episode of the second season sure. which just came out i think but it's it's yeah. really good i mean like yeah i'm good yeah it's addicting but it yeah. Oh, i'm sure plus i'm intrigued by the subject content and yeah where they're gonna go with things and how they're gonna bring things in and you know what I mean? I mean yeah. We know you probably know it too. I mean, we know the story. Um, yeah.
0: The generalization of it, yeah. Yeah,
1: and you know, we know Thor and all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. It's interesting to watch, anyway. It is. Yeah. And from what I read, it's pretty much closer to Norse mytholo- mythology than most shows are. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah. 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 I like it. So cool. Yeah, started that.
0: And, and I, I also.
1: Oh, sorry. Good. I watched. Um. So I watched a show. Um, I think it was Chinese. Maybe it was Korean. I think it was Chinese. It's called The Kingdom.
0: Okay. Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah,
1: it's a zombie movie like show.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. It's it's really good. I, I watched season one and season two. Um, just love the show. And they came out with like a mini movie. Okay. Like a beginnings type of thing. Yeah. Um, I forget what it's called. It's the kingdom. It's a special, you know, whatever, whatever they call it. And it was really good. It was an hour and 45 minutes or something. It
0: was
1: excellent. 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 (laughs) But, um, yes, that's, that's pretty much it. That's what I watched.
0: I also watched the, uh, The Val Kilmer documentary How was that? Oh (laughs) Rough (laughs) It's really well done Uh huh Like my, My takeaway from it is That he is Like He's an artist. Yeah. You know, and like any artist, like like his reputation is he's hard to work with or he was hard to work with. And that very well may be true. In his mind, like he kind of portrayed it as like, no, not really. But I think in his mind, he was difficult. He wasn't. But the reality is he was difficult because he wanted what he saw. Uh Like he was trying to give you... What he saw in his head And maybe it wasn't always there
1: mm-hmm.
0: You know And I, I think You know um, he What he's Giving to you as an actor He's not giving back because of what he sees In his head is what he wants And you, maybe you're not able to do that Or see what he sees And that's frustrating to him
1: uh-huh.
0: But like <sighs> <sighs> I mean, he's a, I I always knew, I mean, he was a bit of a wackadoo, Uh. and he is, and, you know, other little oddball things, but at the same time, like, he he just, he looks like he was just this, this brilliant artist who was trying to paint on the canvas of cinema And both early in his career and then late in his career on the canvas of of the theater and in the theater is where he really could do what he wanted to do. Like, I mean, his one man play of uh, Mark Twain was written by him. It was, you know, so the only person he had to blame for anything was himself. You know, Uh he's able to do exactly what he wanted to do and make it what he wanted to make it. And. You know, I never saw it, but, you know, I, I've always heard people say it was it was absolutely fucking brilliant. Yeah. You know, but. uh, like Even the documentary, he was kind of like at the beginning He's like, I, I can't tell the whole story. It's, it, you know, it's not complete. It's, you know, like he, he even like doing this documentary, like was torture for him because he's like, I can't tell the story I want to tell, even though I've filmed all of this shit, yeah. you know, and it was like It, it, it just it seemed like he was a very interesting. Like I, I enjoyed the perspective, even though it was his own perspective. And anytime you watch a documentary, it's always going to be from the perspective of, of the documentarian. Uh-huh. Like, like as, sometimes as neutral as they try to be, they still have an agenda they're trying to push with the subject matter. Mm-hmm. And I mean, in this case, it's 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 Val Kilmer. It's his documentary, he directed it, it's his own footage that he filmed over 40 years and it's one of those oddball things where like, you know, I think he's trying to present his case as to this is why I was the way I was. Yeah. You know, it it's still really, really well done and worth a watch. Mm-hmm. Like At one point he's like, I feel like I'm, you know. I come to these festivals and I sign autographs and I'm trading on the actor I used to be, the Val Kilmer that was Batman, the Val Kilmer that was Doc Holliday, you know, yeah. not who I am today. No one wants who I am today, and it was like they were showing him in line, and it was like, like at this one convention, like person after person hand them like an eight by ten of like him as Iceman saying, "Can you sign it? I'll." I'll I'll be your wingman any day. You know, it's like over and over and over. And like, how annoying must that fucking be? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, just like that's it. Like, to, like and like, you look at his career. I mean, over the span of his career, like he did some amazing stuff. Like I, the one I always point out is is Heat. You know, yeah. that's an amazing movie. And you can say, well, it's because it's got Pacino and and uh De Niro in it and well, it's also Directed by Michael Mann and, and fucking Val Kilmer knows who he's acting Against and gives the performance Of a lifetime Knowing right. who he's on screen with right, right, You know And you know kiss kiss bang Bang he was amazing and like I mean, there, there are so many movies you kind of Look at and say like you know, Val Kilmer you know, you know I'll kick the coverage in these movies And you know so like I always kind of like I've always liked Val Kilmer even though he's like a a strange one you know but i always kind of respected him for like being as good of an actor as as he was you know like even like you know the ghost in the darkness oh that's a good movie that's a great movie you know (laughs) that's an underrated gem that like I mentioned that to people, and they're like, What? What are you talking about? I'm like, you know, lions that are serial killers. <laughs> and I'm like, What? That's not possible. Like, It's a true story. Yeah. yeah. They were fucking serial killers. You know, I mean, shit like that is like, you know. And like, and, but his performance in that movie is fantastic. And, like, you know, it, it's shit like that. And, like, you know, he, he dwelled on the island of Dr. Moreau. Oh. Well, yeah. And, like, he you kind of get a feeling of like why this movie failed as badly as it did. And it was like, they had a director and that director got fired and they joined bring in John Frankenheimer. And his job is to just get it the fuck done. Mm. And he's shutting down Val Kilmer. He's shutting down Brando. He's just like, yeah, just fucking film it. Get it yeah. cut. We go moving on to the next scene and, and kilmer's like well i've got other things i want to do it got to the point where, like brando just wasn't showing up like he was saying like a body double
1: <laughs> <Really>?
0: <laughs> yeah he's like you know like at one point like kilmer like i uh, showed like his guy walking on the set with doll dressed up like brando and kilmer's like that, that's not marlon did we know marlon wasn't coming to the set today like no he's supposed to be here and valcomer like walks up to him like with the cameras like and who are you he's like i'm norm Hey, hey, Norm, you, you're you're playing Marlon today. He's like, yeah, I'm playing Marlon today. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like, I mean, this was just like, and like the worst part is like Val Kilmer in the movie he talks about like he's crushed by this. Like he wanted to put, he wanted to act against Brando so badly that he took this role. Yeah. You know, and it was like this whole thing of like this is such a fucking disaster and the man i I, the man i i respected the the, the kind of molded my my career after a little bit is it's like this is a fucking joke you know and it's not brando's fault in a way but it kind of is you know but the whole thing was just such a fucking disaster you know i mean we get the fucking epic turd of epic turds with uh
1: with that movie yeah it was pretty bad Brutally bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, shouldn't have been released bad Yeah.
0: Like, somebody, they the, should just ate the, that.
1: On the caliber of actors that they had, this should never been be released.
0: Yeah. That that thing just should have been eaten. Like, you know, no, we can't we can't put this
1: on. <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah. You know, someone told me. I guess they had read it online. Moving away from Kilmer, but uh someone said that Paul Rudd was the same age as Wilford Brimley yeah when Wilford Bremley did cocoon yeah i I, can't, I don't see it you didn't tell me that did you? No it wasn't me, but I've seen that meme and
0: let me let me look it up
1: <laughs> I just I couldn't believe it. So, Wilford Brimley was actually playing older than what he was? I can't. There's no way Paul Rudd is 65, 66 years old. All right. So, Wilford Brimley was
0: born in 1934. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cocoon was released in 1985. So, that's when he, so when Wilford Brimley made Cocoon, he was 50. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, think about that. for Brimley was 50 when that movie was made.
1: So. I mean, he was playing at 50 years old. He was playing someone that it, he was playing a, essentially a 70 year old man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> if he could And right, and Paul Rudd was born April 6th of 1969 So Paul Rudd is 50 right now Or he, actually he's 52
1: Yeah <laughs> Yeah It doesn't say much for Brimley
0: No that, Wilford Brimley seemed about 10 miles of bad road
1: <laughs> Right It's all the fucking westerns he did
0: Like, I mean, so, like, I mean, okay, so he was 50 when he made Cocoon. That means he he was 46 when he made The Thing.
1: That's believable. If you look at him in The Thing, he looks younger than, you can see, he looks younger. I, I know. He still looks old in The Thing. I didn't think he was that young. But he's our age. Yeah.
0: But like I mean, it's like that oddball thing of like, to me, Wilfred Brimley was always old. <laughs> he was always eighty years old. <laughs> yeah, like he he so like nineteen eighty five is also the year the Ewoks, the Battle for Endor came out with you huh. know the great Wilfred Brimley, and I mean he he looked like an old man in that. He, he played old there. I mean, the Natural, he you know he that came out in eighty four.
1: You know, so and he was, he was in his old, 40s. Huh? He was probably yeah. as old as Robert Redford at that time. Yeah. Or Robert Redford might have been older than he was, and he was playing as what the mentor, right? In the natural.
0: In, in the natural, Wilford um, mm-hmm. Brimley was pay, playing the manager. Yeah, yeah. He was a manager of the team, like he was like the old rundown manager. So, let me see here. Robert Redford, they were like the same fucking age. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Ro- Robert Redford was born August eighth of nineteen thirty six. So they're like almost the same fucking age, and like Wilford Brimley looks like twenty to thirty years older than Robert <laughs> Redford in that movie. <laughs> right, and I don't think that's makeup. <laughs> no. You know what I mean? Like, like holy shit. <laughs> Diabetes. It's a...
1: It's <laughs> funny, man. I cannot believe Wilfred Brimley is only 50 in the Cocoon. I know. I, it just blows my mind. I know. I mean, he pulled off the 80-year-old or 70-year-old pretty good. How was he compared to the other ones that were in Cocoon? How old was okay. Don Michi when Cocoon was made? Okay, so Don Michi was born in
0: 1908. Holy stink! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, <clears throat> Don, Don Michi was, uh,
1: 77? All right, and what about the other one? Who was the other guy? Um, God, he was in a lot of movies. Hume Cro, Cronin. Cronin, Cronin. Cronin.
0: Mm. He was born July 18th,
1: 1911. Yeah,
0: so he was in that He's, same... Yeah. yeah, early 70s. Jack Guilford, who played Bernie, he was also born in 1908. Jessica Candy was born in 1909. Yeah. Maureen Stapleton played, uh, Maureen Stapleton played um, Wilford Brimley's wife. Uh Uh-huh. She was born in 1925. She was 10 years older than Wilfred Brimley. <laughs> like, unbelievable.
1: <laughs> Who was the other woman? Um, the fitness instructor on here, Gwen Vernon. She was born in
0: 1925. She was in damn Yankees in the in the fifties. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs>
1: That's fine.
0: Brian Dennehy was born in nineteen thirty-eight. Brian Dennehy looked better than Wilford Brimley, and they were about the same age. <laughs> yeah. Like, I thought Denny he was like in his thirties at the time. Oh, so, was good. The goot the goot was born in fifty eight. So so he would have been what, fifty eight. He'd been in his twenties yeah. when this came out. <laughs> like 2026
1: 20, What happened to him man? The goot Yeah
0: You know what I mean you, you look at his career And There's a He did a lot of shit The keyword there is shit. You just kept acting. Like it it was like for whatever reason, like he was no longer a big star, right? Like, and you look like okay, like 1990 was Three Men and a Little Lady, and then so that that was that was actually the sequel. So 1990 was like his last like. Probably major hit. And then he makes like in 1995, it takes two, and that was with uh, Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. Oh, I remember, that. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. He's in a he's in a Casper sequel. 97 <laughs> Zeus and Roxanne, which I believe was a about a dog and a dolphin. And then, like, after that, it's, like, a bunch of shit where you just, like, this must have been direct-to-video. I mean, 2004, Single Santa Seeks Mrs. Claus, that had to have been, like, on fucking Lifetime or, or Hallmark or some shit. You know? Yeah. He does a remake of The Poseidon Adventure in, 95, in 2005. Meet the Santa's, which I can only assume has to be a sequel to single Santa meet seeking Mrs. Claus. He does eight episodes of Veronica Mars, which is a fantastic show. But I mean like like outside like stuff like I mean this is like just like bad stuff.
1: hallmark movies man yeah
0: like it's like yeah. a lot of let's that's, let that's like. like a lot of hallmark movies and a lot of they're like direct to video garbage and like you know
1: like Lacey Chabert
0: yeah a lot, a
1: lot He's of like hallmark movies yeah
0: like, but also like a lot like a uh, two lava two lantra lantrula, which uh tarantula no <laughs> L- L- Lant- Lantula, L-A-N-T-U-L-A, mm. <sighs> which is a sequel apparently. So let me see if I can find. I'm using Sharknado Four. <laughs> oh, Lava Lantula. Okay. Volcanic eruptions in Los Angeles unleash a swarm of gigantic lava-breathing tarantulas. If that is not your worst fucking nightmare, I don't know what is. <laughs> and of course, Gutenberg is the hero. I mean, this, this looks like straight, straight out of Sci-Fi Channel's movie of the week at that time.
1: Man, they put on some bad movies. They did. Oh, it's Did you miss me? oh come I missed you. and I just
0: pulled this A recent swarm of earthquakes has been rocking Southern California. Oh. Oh, what horrible acting. Oh. Oh, this is from sci-fi. Spiders. I saw spiders the size of men, leaning on hoods and spreading fire out of their mouths. Have you been
1: drinking again?
0: Yeah, I. You gotta check out the trailer for this, my friend. Okay. It's horrific. And then there's a sequel to it. So, you know, that's gotta be even worse. <laughs> That can't be any good So yeah I mean I'm not quite sure like What happened to uh, The Gutenberg As far as like why he suddenly like Became persona non grata In yeah. major huh. movies But like huh. you know He like disappeared as fast as possible
1: I mean he could act like, you know. Yeah He was funny you know what
0: I mean? Yeah, he was in the last season of Ballers, and, like, he was playing, like, a you know, this, like, you know, billionaire who wanted to bring the Raiders to Las Vegas and, you know, was, you know, a main player in the, the show, and he could act really well, but it was just, like, for whatever reason, like, you know, like, you know, a- after the two men in a baby craze, it was like, yeah, Gutenberg's got to go.
1: Let's get rid of Gutenberg. Yeah,
0: I know. <sighs> I know. I know. Y'all kind of went to...
1: away after that. I mean, Selleck, Selleck always had freaking blue bloods. I
0: mean, that That's came he... later. But, I mean, like, he did a lot of other shit, like, between, like, yeah, because, I mean, don't forget, I mean, Two Men and a Little Lady, the sequel to Two Men and a Baby, came out in 1990. There was a lot of shit between that and Blue Bloods that he kind of kept him alive. I mean, he uh, he was doing a guest run on Friends for a few years. Yeah, he did. You know, I mean, he the dude's kind of yeah, stuck around.
1: And Ted Danson, I guess, has been there, too. I just never liked Ted Danson. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not I a Ted Danson
0: fan either. Mm. I mean, after the the whole, you know, I fucked Whoopi Goldberg thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know.
0: That was a visual I fucking didn't need.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. But, uh. <laughs> I watched a movie. I don't know what it was, but, um. And you see him all the time, you just a lot of times you don't realize who it is, but I mean, you do, but it's like a shocker every time you see it. But I watched um oh, uh, I can't remember the, what it was, but you remember jumping Jack Flash? Yeah, which is a great comedy. it's it's actually a pretty good, maybe. It actually is. like you know, Willby Goldberg is actually pretty good in that. yeah. But Fly, uh, Jack. Yeah. He shows up in movies like as the president or. Yeah. He's a that guy. Yeah, he's a that guy. But you see him all the time. He's in more movies than you could probably name.
0: Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. just in so many movies and always plays that guy.
0: Yeah. He, but he's a, he's a guy like, oh, I know him. I, I don't know his name, but I know him, so I, I know I'm going to get a decent performance out of him.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember what I was watching that I saw him. Ah, who
0: knows? I will say, this, Tom Selleck is in three movies that are probably in my top 100 all-time movies. Really? Yeah, because he's in Mr. Baseball, which is about he like he's a major league baseball player that's like washed up and he ends up going to Japan, to, like because he still wants to play baseball and like yeah. the cultural difference there. Um, quickly down under. Which uh-huh. is western in Australia Which I know you're not going to watch Because sand
1: uh-huh. And um Runaway <laughs> Runaway with Gene Simmons Oh
0: it's, that's a great movie
1: <laughs> It is good.
0: You have to admit that's a great movie <laughs>
1: like,
0: I mean, it, I mean
1: sure, Gene Simmons is the perfect villain Because he didn't say a word
0: Yeah it's, like, the only thing Gene Simmons was good for is, you know, brooding. Use your <laughs> eyebrows, Gene. I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> so like run Runaway, like, ranks up there, like... Because it's, like, a movie, like, nobody has ever heard of, and it's, like, a little... It's a little bit goofy, I get that, but still, it's, like, really, really well done. It's, like, a great sci-fi movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of rank it right up there with, like, Shadowhawks. Like, like... When you talk about the movies of Sylvester Stallone, you never mentioned Shadowhawks. Right, right, right. But that's a great fucking movie. Yeah. You know.
1: It, it is. I I like, um, I mean, don't get me wrong, I like Selleck. I think the guy can act. Yeah. I like. He he played in a sub-character, but he played in In-N-Out, too, with Kevin Kline.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: He was phenomenal. Yeah. What I mean is a supporting actor. And he's like, yeah, he's fucking great. Um, but uh, yeah, I I never had a problem with Selick. Even on Magnum, I love Magnum. Yeah, I watch shit every week. Yeah, but uh, so anyway, yeah, I like Tom Selleck Yeah, I, I
0: like I like Tom Selleck I mean, I mean, I'm not a huge Selleck fan, but you know i'm glad i didn't play indiana jones but at the same time you know i do appreciate a great a a, a good bit of his work i mean even two men a little three men and a baby and three men and a little lady those are funny movies all right right. you know i mean he he plays he's a very versatile actor
1: yeah
0: you know so (laughs) everything the man touches turns to gold but you know, he does, he does have some gems.
1: Hey, Blue Bloods was on for a long time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's, it's still on. It's movie after movie after that. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, it was specials and stuff. It was like... All right. he, he was like... He was like modern-day Andy Griffith. Couldn't get yeah. rid of him.
0: Yeah. He's always around. He's always doing something.
1: Right, right. So... And I watched Suicide Squad.
0: Oh, you thought you watched that? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. How was that for you? I thought it was great, dude. You?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was phenomenal.
1: I did.
0: I thought it was was an absolute... I I thought it was like somebody letting James Gunn finally do a James Gunn movie.
1: uh, Yeah, I thought it was great. I I had... I had really no qualms about any of it. Yeah, I thought uh, I thought the shark was great too. Yeah, yeah, I, mean shark. Yeah, and I enjoyed the blood, and I, I mean, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed El, but yeah. I mean, like I thought all of it was good. <laughs> I like how they toned down Harley Quinn a bit yeah i thought that was important yeah he, he knew he had to do that <laughs> you know what i mean
0: but at the same time he still let her have her like moments to shine
1: sure <sighs> you know yeah the her that whole part where she was you know where she killed that guy yeah i thought it was great
0: yeah <laughs> i promised that- myself
1: if i ever saw any red flags i'd kill the guy <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I didn't really see that coming. I, no. I, that one kind of threw me. Yeah. Because uh, I think the first words out of my mouth were, I was like, damn. I can't believe that just happened. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Holy heck. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was crazy. I found I found Polka Dot Man very interesting.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean. I thought he did a really good job of taking, again, like I think it's funny because it's like, you know, obviously it's like two levels. It was like that first wave of characters that, like, spoiler alert, that gets just completely blown away on the beach. <laughs> yeah. You know, the expendable ones.
1: Right, right. right.
0: You know, that you're just like, because I'm just like, thinking myself, like man, this is there's a lot of characters in this And Like oh, oh. And like you know You just like Within the first ten minutes Like you know That entire first squad Is just completely destroyed You're like
1: Oh shit Waller is a- Well we kind of figured out That was going to happen We, I didn't know how But there was no way They were going to have All those people In the Suicide Squad movie
0: But I like It took me by surprise still Yeah Like it was like – because especially with Rick Flagg and, and Harley being on that team, it was to me like, okay, these are the characters – Like, e- e- no matter what you want to say about, like, is this a, a reboot or how mm-hmm. is it connected to the DC Cinematic Universe or anything else, like, these are the two characters that we know. Mm-hmm. We, we know Harley and we know Rick Flagg. Right? right. So – Clearly if you know maybe This team Something happens To it and maybe we lose Some of these because there was a lot of people on that like, That gunship you know Like you know maybe we lose Some of them but I don't see I didn't see like the Massacre happen
1: Right, right, right. You um, know? Yeah.
0: That was the thing and it was Like wow I did not see this coming You know and so, like, every character that you didn't know, except for Rick Flagg and Harley, does not get off that beach. <laughs> you know.
1: Well, Captain Boomerang survived. No, he didn't. He held his hand up. That he got was hold- sliced
0: by that helicopter.
1: I think he was holding his hand up. No. I swear to God. No, he got he got sliced by that helicopter. I'll watch it again. Yeah. I swear to God, he didn't
0: No. He 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 got turned into like a Cuisinart.
1: <laughs> I'm telling
0: you, because it it's that whole thing of like Mong Gal jumps up, she jumps up and she's on that helicopter and she no, brings it.
1: Right.
0: Yeah, but the hell yeah. and the helicopter slides along and takes him out.
1: Yeah, I swear he lives.
0: No, he didn't. If, if he did, I'd be shocked. But you, the only one—the uh, only one was you saw was at the end was you know fucking weasel. <laughs> but I, I liked—I liked Idris. I mean, you know, you're always gonna like Idris Elba. But I thought John Cena stole the fucking show as Peacemaker.
1: Um, yeah, he was good. He was, like, like, he fit the role perfectly.
0: Yeah. And, like, that, that scene where, like, they're going through the camp and they're killing everybody as they're making their way to the main hut. And, like, he's got, like, the axe. He's just, like, chopping that guy in the bed as he goes. Like, it was, like, <laughs> yeah. just an oddball little thing that I know, like, Gunn told him to do. And he was, like, yeah, sure, I could do that. Right. You know. <laughs> just, like. But, like he, but he, like, did really, really well. Like, I, I thought like he fit the part like and all honesty I can't wait for his series yeah you know cuz i'm intrigued to see, like i'm i'm intrigued to see what he does with that character on on a longer term basis i mean it, it's it's kind of fun and exciting to think
1: about yeah it is you know <laughs> yeah so many i i don't know i was just saying, i'm just trying to think of the movie itself it was just yeah there was like just
0: the so scene, the scene in the bar with everybody had the drink and he's like you forgot the rat
1: yeah the yeah. rat was cool dude i liked her i thought that character yeah you know, yeah was interesting yeah and it was very james gunnish to tie that character in the original rat catcher in yeah to this beautiful moment you know yeah. what i mean yeah <laughs> <Right>? yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah, there was a, I mean, like, compare, like, I, I need to say this, like, because this is what you automatically try to do, is you, like, well, you compare them to the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, and it's tough to do, because you can see where, like, Warner Brothers in DC apparently gave him very few notes, this is, like, one of the few times they, like, let somebody just do their fucking thing, and, like, because he's James Gunn, I think that was, like, you know, this is like their coup d'etat, like, 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 how are we going to take down Marvel? We're going to make James Gunn happy. Yeah. And, you know, no restrictions. Do what you want, buddy. There are very few things we're going to restrict you to. And he was just, like, great, and he took the ball and he ran with it, and he made a very James Gunn movie.
1: Yeah, but you're also, I mean, (sighs) to DC's credit, too, he also took a bunch of characters that were, like, really – well, I mean, he can do whatever he wanted to with him, except possibly, I mean, the only, like, withdraws drawbacks would be probably Harley Quinn and, well, I thought Captain Boomerang.
0: Yeah. Because I, of Yeah. But I, I think, like, I mean, in this situation, like, first off, I expect nothing less from James Gunn. Uh-huh. Like, I, I don't expect James Gunn to come in and say, okay, give me the Penguin, give me Clayface. Give me Lex Luthor. Like, no, I expect James Gunn to go deep dive and try to find the oddest oddball characters possible and then make them cool. Right, right. That's what I expect from James Gunn. You know, and that's exactly what he did. Yeah. You know, and like, I don't know, it's, like, it's just it's one of those things where like, like Warner Brothers and DC are like, you can come back anytime you want. Oh. We're here with arms wide open. We know you got to do Guardians Three. Once you're done with that, anything you want. You want Superman? We'll give you Superman. <laughs> I mean, they, they are. I mean, they are literally like, you know, doing everything they can to like blow him right now, because right. of of like how happy they are with this movie and how well, at least critically, it's performed.
1: It has critically.
0: Yeah, critically, it's been very well received. I, I mean, unfortunately, I, I think it's box office has suffered because of the HBO max deal. Right. 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 You know, I, I think the Delta variant has caused some problems too, but I think for the most part, this is a movie where a lot of people kind of said, eh, I'll stay home and watch it on TV. Yeah,
1: we did. I mean,
0: yeah, I mean, I did too. I was going to go see it in the theater and then we decided not to. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the next movie I, I, I've said it before, I'll say it again. The next movie I see in the theater is probably going to be done.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just just loved the movie. Yeah. I just thought it was really good. Like I was entertained throughout the whole thing. Yeah. That's what I wanted. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean it it was like two hours and like at the end of it you were like, (laughs) I can't believe that was two hours. I can't believe the movie's over.
1: Yeah. They were so worried. The kids were so worried that uh, King shark was going to die. Aww. they loved him. Yeah. And they were like, he fell out of that building. I was like, guys, he can't die. He's almost like godlike, and in, in like a yeah. certain sense. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Nom, noms. You know. He just kind of runs around. I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. he's impenetrable to bullets. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's just kind of there. You know what I mean? And, uh, but they were so worried that, uh, Every time they thought he was gonna die, they were like, "No," nah. because they loved that character.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. I love when he's like, "I wear a disguise. What kind of disguise do you wear? Mustache. Yeah, <laughs> it's the worst uh, fucking disguise I ever saw in my life." <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 <So> good. <laughs> And that one flip too, that that scene I mean, where they took out that entire force bad I and mean, some badassery fighting, too. And it, yeah. they ended up taking out the wrong people. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was crazy. That was, that was fucking true. That was like one of the best things. because, like, like it's him and you know, and his Blood Sport, his Blood Sport and, and Peacemaker, and they're kind of going down like they like, like just silently killing everybody. Yeah, you know,
1: it's like you, know, you took out the wrong people, you assholes. Yeah. And they're like, there's a, they're, there's like a contest between them too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was yeah. bad because were some badass Cena parts in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, <laughs> that part was funny, dude. There's some good moments in that movie. There was.
0: I mean, it was it was a it was a masterfully done movie by a guy who just has is just twisted enough to make shit like that work right you know what i mean like i mean it's 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 a masterpiece because of i mean i mean obviously the, the actors have to buy into this but like james gunn just has a vision that like not many else have and that's like i think it's part of the reason why guardians works as well as it does i don't think anybody else can really do or could have created guardians of the galaxy and made it work like james gunn did right and i mean and that's not an insult to like other directors out there i just i think again like when you're talking about a group of individuals that includes a a talking raccoon and, and a walking tree man you gotta have something extra special in your golf bag to to hit that yeah. shot
1: you know he's and, me because i wasn't sold on it when I, I thought it was coming out no we thought that was
0: going to be the biggest third and it was like like, you and i discussed it. like we were yeah. like man uh, this may be where marvel's made a mistake and they had the right guy with the right club
1: to hit that shot because yeah, you know? that, that became a phenomenon that first yeah. one was it was really good i i like the first one better than i like the second one but uh um, I mean, I appreciate the second one, but not as well as yeah. I like that first one. I thought right. the first.
0: I, I agree with you, but like the second one, like you know, you know, he, he may have been your father, but he wasn't your daddy.
1: Yeah,
0: dude. That's... I mean that. Yeah, just you just me.
1: create, yeah, you just can't create movie moments like that. I mean, like no. there are very few mo- movie moments like that, and it's just it's one of those movie moments that it's yeah. immortal. Yeah. As they're looking up to the stars. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, that's fucking... That's... Yeah. That's killer. And that whole scene when he gets up there. Yeah. It's, it's heartbreaking. Yeah, it was just... Man, that's a good shit. <clears throat> that whole... I mean, don't get me wrong. The ending scene was... The ending scenes of that movie were perfect.
0: Yeah, the funeral and everything with the...
1: Yeah. The I mean, showing up. Yeah, I mean, the whole... Last half of the movie was pretty good. It just kind of dragged for me in the middle a little bit. Yeah. I was getting tired of it. <laughs> yeah. But um, that first one was did not disappoint, though.
0: No, not at all.
1: Great introduction to characters. It was perfect. It was, yeah. And, he, you know, he was held back a little bit, too.
0: Right. I mean, like, to the point, like, I, I've heard, like, Joss Whedon talk about like, when he watched the, the 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 first cut of the movie, you know, with James Gunn and, like, Kevin Feige, Wheaton looked at him and goes, I mean, it's great, but I was expecting something a little bit more James Gunn. Right. You know, and... Yeah, I, I think that's, again, like you said, like, Marvel kind of reining him in a little bit, and with the Suicide Squad, DC didn't reign him in. I mean nobody could fucking make staro work and then at the end of that again spoiler alert at the end of that when he goes like i was just happy looking at the stars like he all of a sudden he becomes the saddest fucking villain ever in that, with that one fucking line at the end where you're just like yeah. fuck yeah yeah you know But like, who else could have made fucking Star of the Conqueror work? <laughs> right. Only James Gunn.
1: Yeah, it was badass how they portrayed it too. Yeah. I mean, it was. I get it. And it, and it was sick and twisted. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It was fucking crazy. I mean, like, I mean the the you know the little ones the face huckers coming out of the pits like that. Yeah fucking awesome made sense yeah you know what i mean like you know it, it made that that character work you know yeah, what I mean?
0: yeah so i mean like it's like well, it's it i mean like i like james Gunn to begin with like i, I slither is like a, a highly underrated horror movie yeah um he did that independent film with um with uh, rain rain, wilson. rain 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 wilson uh where like he's supposed to be like a superhero the wrench i mean that shit is a it's a fucked up movie but it's really really well done um it, it's it's shit like that like i mean i like james gunn to begin with but you know like the this movie is just like at him at the height of his power
1: yeah yeah, yeah. you know Yeah, it was good. I mean, yeah, it was similar. I mean, people can say it is similar to Guardians of the Galaxy, but it's also the direction is similar. Yeah. So you're gonna get, you're going I mean, the similarities are with direction. I mean, you're gonna get the one-liners, and you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I, I thought some of the best lines in in Guardians of the Galaxy. I thought some of the best lines in Guardians came from. Um, Batista. Yeah, I did. I, I thought that, like, I mean, you you say that, you know, I um, Cena in this, you know, kind of stole the show. I thought Batista stole the show in Guardians. Oh yeah, because the stuff that come was coming out of his mouth was like, that's really good.
0: Yeah. But like, and especially it, the second one where like he he was like, I mean, he was a little bit goofy. But it was like a uh, the goofiness made sense because he's been around Quill, he's been around Rocket, so like his sensibilities are changing. Right. But at the same time, like you know, he's talking to Mantis. Like, no, you are hideous. I would mm-hmm. never mate with you. <laughs> you know, like he's so sincere yeah. in what he's saying, without yeah. realizing how insulting that he is. You know.
1: Right, right, right. I liked how I mean, how he's <laughs> he told told. And when Quills told Gamora how he really felt and the Batista called him.